Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day. I'm when you're in the trenches, you know, you sh- it's cool to shoot them bullets. How you gonna defend yourself when them bullets coming back? Davis Fox Santa Cruz is gonna fold to me. The popular and acclaimed defending WBA lightweight champion of the world. If it was the streets, these niggas would bend smoke. Pack all the, the whole group up. Pack them up. Pack them up and get them the fuck out of boxing. Haney, Cambosis, one of those folks, maybe Garcia. Uh, all them guys is easy work. They easy work, man. I'm the top dog. The hard-hitting young star of boxing. Three-division world champion. Skill for skill. I'm much more skillful than Sinatra. I stand on that. I'm much more skillful. You and Kambosis, what happens, man? I'm whooping that ass. Tell him come see me. Tell him hold the belts. I whoop his ass for free. The defending world champion from Baltimore, Maryland. We from the city. You know what's happening, what's in the city. TheBoxingVoice.com. Javante Tank Davis. promotion. I remember walking in Mayweather gym. He's sitting on the couch. I told him, bum ass fight up. Can't say nothing, not one word. He got a fur on. It's 80 degrees. Around. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. First and foremost, I want to let you know that we are here to discuss Javonta Tank Davis and the possibility of his potential next opponent. Uh, A lot of speculation that it will be Isak Cruz, but there is some evidence pointing that there could be a potential new opponent. Um, Now, who, who that may be, we just don't know, but we've gathered a lot of evidence a lot of video and audio, some text and articles just to show you what's been said, who these potential opponents are, and can we piece these pieces of the puzzle together to figure out who exactly Tank Davis is going to fight. Now, for some time, we all thought it was going to be Isak Cruz. It seemed like the right choice. Coming off the Ryan pay-per-view, doing good numbers. Isak Cruz himself has been on four pay-per-views, consistent, consecutive with the PBC. It seems like they've been building Isak Cruz, grooming him for this position. 
But like I said, there is a, a lot of indication that there could be another super fight before Isak Cruz. Uh, reporter and journalist Ellie Setback spends a lot of time with Calvin Ford and Javonta Tank Davidson. He conducted an interview, which I'm going to show you guys with Calvin Ford, where, you know, he and Calvin insinuate that there is possibly something else before Isak Cruz that, and I quote, is coming down the line. So what could that be? I mean, when the WBC ordered Shakur to face Isak and Isak obviously publicly did not take that fight, we all assume he was staying available, turning down his shot at a WBC title because he would get a shot at a WBA champion in Tank Davis on pay-per-view in a bigger fight. But since then, Frank Martin has received an offer from Shakur and top rank that he has not taken. There's a purse bid schedule for September 5th which will let us know what exactly is going to happen with that fight. See, it was under, I was under the belief that Frank was going to accept the offer. I didn't think that PBC would actually try to outbid top rank so that they can have the promotional rights and broadcast rights to the Shakur Stevenson vacant title WBC matchup with whoever that be. Now, obviously, if they bid on a purse bid, it would be for Frank Martin. And we have to scratch our heads and say, damn, if Top Rank loses a Shakur Stevenson bid and PBC can have Canelo on their television, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford on their television, then bring home the pound-for-pound fighter that is Shakur Stevenson on their television, they would have hit a home run. They would have hit it out the park. From a programming standpoint, they gave you all the biggest names in boxing on one location. That helps boxing fans know where to go for the best boxing. So it's very important what happens in that purse bid. Again, maybe Frank Martin is an option for Gervonta Davis, who magically there's some leak sparring of Frank and Gervonta all over the internet helping build that fight. Maybe PBC doesn't win the purse bid, but tries to, gets outbid by the bigger promoter in Bob Arum and decides not to let Frank fight Shakur and instead Frank can still fight their in-house fighter in Tank Davis. Or Frank versus Isai gets Tank Davis. Again, this is Chestnut Checkers. Al's not here to help top rank build the star in Shakur. So this is why we're talking about all these different options. Now, there's also Team Vasil Lomachenko, who decided not to face Shakur, but have said that they would be willing to face Tank. Now, that's a fight that's been brewing for a long time. How realistic that fight is for next 
is solely up to you. I'm going to present the interviews from Team Lomachenko. I'm going to present whatever quotes we may have, and that's your decision to make based off what you hear Calvin Ford say, what you hear Lomachenko's team say. But then there's the, I guess there's the, the Hail Mary, the crossover fight. Dare I say super fight. I, I don't know Sugar, Sean, O'Malley, but he seems to be picking up some traction with this Tank Davis situation. Now, we know what that means. I mean, Ngannou had to get out of the UFC to actually do a fight with a boxer. You had McGregor that had to give up 50% of his purse to do a fight with a boxer. Can Tank Davis do a crossover fight with Sugar, Shane O'Malley, or Sean O'Malley? I don't know. This probably would have been a better topic for the morning, being as though my co-host likes MMA. And could have told us how big a fight with O'Malley is. Is O'Malley the type of star that can get some sort of clearance from the UFC to do a super fight with Tang Davis? But even Ryan had something to say about O'Malley trying to fight Tang Davis. And again, we're going to show you all this information. We're going to give it to you. I'm just, you know, presenting it to you. Then we'll give you right out the horse's mouth, and then we'll open up the phone lines. The number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 right here to voice your opinion on today's topic. We're trying to figure out what exactly will be next for Tank Davis. Again, heavy speculation that it is Isak Cruz, but most recently... A lot of information indicating that Isak could possibly be later down the line. So I think that's the first piece we need to show. Why? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We believe that Isak could be not next, but instead later down the line, right? So I will go to that in just a minute. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to help put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that don't know. We're talking boxing every day, twice a day. Trying to bring the latest and greatest to all boxing fans. So this is Calvin Ford on what's next for Tank Davis. Shout out to Ellie Setback that conducted the interview with Calvin. And uh, we'll let you hear this now. What's next for um, Tank? Obviously, um, the, the cruise rematch will happen down the line. Yes. Right now, we're just waiting to see what... what. Now, let's just go back. Cruise rematch will happen down the line. Yes. Right. See, so he says, now, obviously, the cruise rematch will happen down the line. And, and, and Calvin agrees. Um, 
tank. Obviously, um, the, the cruise rematch will happen down the line. Yes. Right now, we just... Now, I know that maybe you're like, well, why are we reading into what Ellie Setback is saying? But we all know, if we follow this sport, that Ellie Setback has a very good relationship with Team Tank, um, with the trainers, and with Tank himself. So he would know. But he led his witness, right? He said, what's next? Obviously, Pitbull is down the line. Calvin agrees and go on, goes on to give what he believes is next. Obviously, um, the, the cruise rematch will happen down the line. Yes. Right now, we're just waiting to see what what is going to be the thing. You know, I haven't talked to him, like, sit down, like, man, you all one-on-one and see what his, his mental at, what he want to do, how he want to do. So, again, he says, I haven't sat there and talked to him one-on-one to see where his mental is, to know what he wants to do, see what he wants to do. So. That right there is clear indication that Isak Cruz isn't necessarily next, as they haven't even spoken to Tank. So any mention of Cruz, we've gotten from his trainer, Calvin Ford, who says, you know, his thing, and I quote, my thing is Cruz, you know. So they're wait- uh, uh, there's more audio previously of Calvin saying they're waiting on a contract to come across his desk. Uh, I don't know if we had two fights this year or three fights this year, but the goal was to have three fights this year. We had three fights this year. We did our goal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, again, obviously they didn't complete the goal since they only had two fights this year. But, again, the most telling piece of information is this. Obviously, um, the, the cruise rematch will happen down the line. Yes. Right now, we just wait. Down the line. Just, uh, I, again, I'm ha- I'm hanging on these words because... We're in the eighth month. You know, many figured the final quarter would be Tank's return to the ring. Uh, it's not like Isak and Tank haven't fought in December. So, I mean, a lot of us are just thinking November, December, right? And down the line doesn't sound like this year. Just saying. It doesn't sound like this year. But, all right, that's one of the many things that, you know, we want to present here to you. Um, A lot more, for sure. We have, obviously, some news I want to share here of Tank obviously saying, excuse me, saying that Crawford is no longer an option, right? So the speculation of a potential tank fight with Crawford, that can end as uh, he's come clean and said that he was only joking. And we're going to make sure, tell Terrence Crawford, keep his name out your mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, he talking crazy. Yeah. He talking crazy. He talking, you, you think about that one? No, nah, it was just it was just some, you know, talking on some Twitter, like back and forth that was joking around, but people... You know, you know how people do. I'm the face of boxing, so they make a big deal. Hey, listen, face of boxing, we're going to make sure. To- so that's him basically letting us know the Crawford situation was a joke, won't be happening. Then we have the O'Malley situation, which has picked up some steam on all platforms, MMA platforms especially, but 
This is Javonta Tank Davis obviously says, uh, his trainer says that Tank would whoop Sean O'Malley's ass in one round. O'Malley comes back and said, laugh out loud, dude's only 5'2". And this is ESPN ringside that picked it up. I never even heard of O'Malley till, um, obviously, the back and forth with Tank Davis. Uh, never heard of this dude, never seen him fight, don't know anything about him. But if you Google Tank Davis, this name comes up a million times. Um, again, we've seen the UFC play very hard negotiations when it comes to letting one of their own face a boxer. With Floyd, you know, they demanded a, a, a big percentage from Connor's purse. Um, and Ganu ha didn't get that fight with Tyson Fury until... He got rid of the UFC or released from the UFC altogether. So, um, it's uh, a possibility, but I think a slim one out of all the possibilities. Definitely the slimmest one has to be um, the UFC crossover fight. Again, unless O'Malley is some sort of free agent, I, I I just don't see how they can get that done. But here's a member of Team Loma basically telling you what fights uh, they believe Loma wants next. What fights, in your opinion, do you want to see Lomachenko have 135 minutes? I like Tank. I think the tank fight would be a massive, I think that would be a contrast in styles, you know, that all of boxing would want to see, you know, the boxer against the puncher. I think that would be the, if I had to pick one, I'd say tank. And that's Russ Abner, been a long time member of Lomachenko, picking the tank fight. Uh, we got another one here from Calvin Ford, also picking that. Lomachenko fight as a possibility. Now, obviously, Calvin is being led by Ellie, but he gives his thoughts, and uh, here's that footage. Once again, credit Fight Hype for the last video. Credit ES News for this. I'd love to see Tank and Loma. Do you like that fight? Loma just beat beat Haney, but they robbed Loma and Haney got the win. Well, that's a good fight too. That's a good two fight. very Loma, intelligent Loma, fighters. Loma will come out. That's a good. That's a that's a good fight. You can't you can't uh, point it out. That fight was supposed to happen, uh, especially when Loma came to America. We thought that was going to actually happen. You understand? Know uh, but you know, again, that's a good one. That's a good one. You can't out. You can't. And Loma will take that. So that's Calvin on the Loma fight, saying that he believes uh, it's a good fight. He believes that Loma would take that fight. Um, there's quotes that could be found on YouTube. Let me see if I get one down for us. I thought I had one up. Where, obviously, um, someone on Team Loma's saying that they didn't want, you know, uh, Shakur 
but that they would fight Tank. I got Mike Hicks, $2 cash app, says, O'Malley just wants a payday, payday, Canelo voice. Okay, hey, I don't know anything about O'Malley, um, but all right. So this is Calvin Ford now um, eliminating Shakur as an opponent, right? Put that once again, credit Ellie here. What about Tank and Shakur? You um, like that? It's based on the heads of B again. See, right, right, right from the door, you know this ain't nowhere near next when he says it's based on the, on the powers that be is what he meant. And, you know, that's a lot of moving parts with that. Um, like I said again, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? It's just putting the stars and the moons and all that line up to make everything come together, you know. I would you know that's a hard fight to make. You talking about stars, moons, everything having to line up. So we know Shakur for sure is not next, you know. Um, and we know for sure that Calvin Ford has made it clear that he hasn't even talked to Tank um, for the potential Isak Cruz fight. That's just something that he wants, right? So we'll see. But um, I believe I'm going to get Jose Benavidez on today's show if everything goes well and we'll talk a little David Benavidez and Demetrius Andre Mother's Day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones Blue Nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In the meantime, I do want to show you these dates these are all requested dates from PBC. I'll take myself out and maybe try to minimize this slightly. So these are requested dates, potential dates the tank could fight on November 4th, T-Mobile or MGM Grand Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas, Showtime pay-per-view for possible action. Another Showtime date, November 11th. Another Showtime pay-per-view. As you can see, it says to be televised on Showtime pay-per-view, not to be televised on anything else. So these are all potential pay-per-view dates. December 9th. Now that sounds like a tank fight. The last cruise fight was December 5th or 4th or 3rd or 4th because third, one of them was 3rd and, 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 you know, Devin was like the 3rd and then Tank was the 4th or Devin was the 4th and Tank was the 5th, something like that. Um. Then you got December 30th, which is ballsy. They're talking five days after Christmas. They want to get us for another motherfucking pay-per-view. And then you got Top Rank, who put in the request for February 10th. And that's also in the Mandalay Bay, but that cannot be a tank fight, right? 
So we got TGB Promotions that got one, two, three, four requests. We got a request for November 4th, 11th, December 9th, and 30th. All potential tank pay-per-view dates. Now, obviously, December 9th, you know, in a perfect, perfect world for us as fight fans, December 9th is Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford's rematch, right? They said they had to get it done before the end of the year. Or December 30th is theirs and Tank has the 9th. Either or, it's a shitload of pay-per-views coming our way. And one of those dates off for Tank. Now, what else do we have to show you? We have... Kenny Ellis and his thoughts on Tank potentially facing O'Malley. And we'll get to that. Against Sean O'Malley. Davis trainer didn't think that Sean would really have a chance against Davis, though. Kenny Ellis stated, Tank gonna whoop his in the first round. Any tiny lightweight would beat him. Tank, Shakur, Haney, all those guys would beat him because they're boxers. All of them would knock him out. You better. So that's uh, Kenny Ellis on the potential fight with O'Malley, but it looks like we got Jose joining us. Jose Benavidez Sr., how are you, my friend? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? All good, here. man. Happy Living to have dream. you back on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invite, bro. All right. So how are things going, man? How uh, is, is Team Benavidez as a whole? Because I know Jose Jr. is also getting ready to, to get back in the ring. And then there's a, obviously a lot of talk with David and Andre. So how, how's the team all as a whole? Yeah, Junior just fought like about two weeks ago uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, he won his fight. Uh, he looked good. He looks like... Uh, He's in shape and um, uh, he was boxing, so super excited about that. And uh, he has a big fight coming up soon, so um, uh, we're ready. We're ready, man, to to uh, keep going. So, uh, is he going to be campaigning at what division? You're saying he's got a big fight. I know that he likes to move around for that big fight, so there's really no 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 clear weight destination with your son. Yeah, whatever uh, the opportunity is at, you know, we could do 154, we could do 160, not a problem. So um, right now, actually, he's right on weight. You know, he could do both. Um, I think he's too light right now to do 160, but um, I think uh, 154 should be good. But if not, we'll, we'll definitely do 160, no problem. Now, obviously, after his win, he, he's calling out for a title shot and uh... – it sounds like it's realistic, him versus Jamal Charlo. Do you think that's too big a jump? You just said maybe 160 would be too much. He's only had one fight at 160. But then you got Jamal Charlo where you and the and the Charlo family already have history. Then you got Jamal that's been out of the ring over 800 days, Jose. Um, how would a fight play out with Junior versus Jamal? You know, to be honest, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for these guys. These guys are world champions, really good fighters. But at the end of the day, we got to prove ourselves. And, you know, 
whatever the opportunities are are at, we have to go take them. You know, I think that will be a great fight because uh, uh, Junior hasn't been very active, Charlo hasn't been active, so why not? You know, have a fight like that. You know, uh, why not? Uh, I'm not saying that next, but why not do the two brothers against the two brothers? That would be a great card. You know, uh, that would be good. If not, if we can't do that, we could definitely do. Uh, uh, Jose Benavidez Jr. with one of the Charlos. Doesn't matter who. The uh, Jermel is having a fight with soon uh, with uh, Canelo, so I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe make it with the big guy, with the big brother. How realistic do you think that is? Do you think Charlo nah, can be ready for this no. year, or you think nah, that's next year? I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Charlo will be ready for this year. He hasn't been ready. He has to put his act back together and and go to work uh, and. Uh, I don't I don't see him fight this year for to be honest with you. So whoever, you know, if uh if uh we could definitely fight uh what's his name? Uh Lara, that would be another good fight there. Lara, uh, you know, I think would be another good fight with uh uh Ugas. Uh, I mean there's so many fighters, man, at that weight, you know. So whoever whoever's at that uh weight, whoever wants to uh fight Junior, we're ready. We're ready to go. So obviously, uh, you know, I know that you're working with uh, Diego Pacheco's brother, Fed Pacheco. We just had Lorenzo Medina on the show, who's also a professional heavyweight. He and Fed met in the amateurs. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get Fed on the show. I know that he's going to be on a September 15th card, right? Yeah, but actually, uh, yeah, he's uh, fighting in Tijuana. Um, and uh, yeah, he's getting ready for that. If everything goes well, he'll be fighting on the undercard of his brother in uh, in LA, homecoming in LA. So we're pretty excited about that. How's the development coming along with him? Because you've had him from the beginning, and uh, you know, he's a young guy, but a very big guy. And the heavyweight division obviously is uh, the casual's favorite, right? They love it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm super happy with his performance. It seems like he's advancing little by little. And uh, at the end of the day, he's the one that's motivated. He's the one that wants to become a world champion. So I'm just there, you know, to to check uh, everything that he's doing and and make sure that he is progressing. And um, I have a great team behind me. I have Poncho, I have Javi, I have Britos and uh, all these guys and Junior Lopez, you know. We all work together, so we're trying to do our best in order for these guys to keep advancing and uh, getting uh, more tough fights. And uh, that's what's happening. And everybody's super excited, super happy. Um, and I can say the same for me. Uh, we're in a great position, and we're super excited with all these fights that are, are coming our way. So you got fed in another four-rounder. Uh, this will be his fifth. How many amateur fights total did he have? I think he only had like two amateur fights, man, to be honest really? with you. He had, he had a little bit of fights. Yeah, he didn't really have. Uh, that's why uh, it, I took my time to train him and get him some good sparring. And uh, But, I, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's been training his whole life, whole life. Uh, so uh, I think uh, professional boxing, it, it fits more for him, you know, anyways. But, uh, but yeah, he's very dedicated. He's working super hard. And uh, I, I think he's progressing. I'm super happy the way that he's progressing, you know, super young, super hungry. He left uh, L.A. to come to Seattle, Washington. So that tells me a lot.
for sure, for sure. So how, how far do you see him going, and uh, how fast do you want to keep that pace? Well, you know, to be honest, I was thinking about giving him a, a little break after the third fight and focus on him a little bit more, but he has so many opportunities, you know, that are coming up, you know, that uh, he was uh, fighting for PBC. I got him in a couple of cars in PBC, and now uh, uh, the zone matchroom is very interested in him. So they got him a fight in Mexico. They got super excited. They put him on, on, on TV, and uh, now they give him another fight, and now they want him to fight on Diego's card. So, I mean, uh, like I said, I was thinking about give him a, give him a break and, and focus a little bit more. But, I mean, these opportunities, you don't get them every day. So we, we're, we're going to take advantage of that. For sure. He's only 19, so I can understand why you don't want to rush him. But I also understand why the zone is interested. You know, he's 6'5", and he's Mexican, and he's a heavyweight. We don't see that a lot. Um, obviously, Andy Ruiz has had his success, but outside of Andy and Gilberto, they don't come this big. Um, do you see him being a, a future heavyweight champion? Obviously, with the right fights and taking your time, but does he have that talent in him? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you know what? I think there's no doubt he, he is going to become a world champion. And the reason I say that, because he's super dedicated, man. You know, his mind is just boxing. He's just super focused in boxing, man. And I believe what makes me believe that is that nobody really pay attention to him. You know, it's like Junior and David. Nobody really pay attention to David at first. And he reminds me a lot of about that, you know. So these guys, they got to prove themselves and they got to work a little bit harder in order for them to be known. And this is the case here with uh, Federico Pacheco, you know, the superstar is Diego Pacheco. And, and uh, uh, Federico, you know, has just been uh, on the side, you know? So I think he he's super excited, he's super focused, uh, doing a lot of uh, sacrifices, he's very disciplined. So that that's what makes me uh, think that he is are going to be a world champion because if he keeps with the sacrifices and the hard work and the dedication and the discipline that he has, uh, yeah, nothing to stop him. Well, speaking of Diego Pacheco, you called him a superstar. Do you think that he is already on the cusp of superstardom or will it take that fight that's been marinating ever since Berlanga signed to the zone? Yeah, you know, I, I think that we need that fight, you know. Um, I, I'm not underestimating the fighter that he's going to fight next, uh, but he should beat this guy, you know. Not a problem, you know. Uh, I look. I hope that he does it in a fashion way. He looks spectacular, like he's been looking, in order to keep progressing. Uh, we want that fight. We want that fight. He told me he wants that fight with Berlanga. He wants that fight with, uh, uh, what's your name, uh, the other kid, uh, uh, Mungia. So he already wants those big fights, you know, 
it's order. It's a matter of time, you know. I don't think these guys want to fight them right now. They will not want to risk their undefeated records, you know, against Diego, a guy that they have everything to lose, nothing to gain from. So we got to continue proving where we at. But I guarantee you, right now, we ask for those fights, and don't they? They, they don't want to give them those fights right now. Um, so we got to prove ourselves. Do you think you need to put them in there? with a durable former world champion, maybe like a Caleb Truax, not Caleb Plant, uh, just someone that can give him rounds. He's only been yeah, yeah. eight rounds two exactly. times, six rounds one time. Yeah, no, no, for sure. We need to put him, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but uh, Berlanga fought this guy, the one that we're going to fight, and this guy dropped Berlanga, I think, in the 10 round or 9 round, somewhere around there. He dropped him. And uh, he gave him a hell of a fight. So we have to look impressive in order to see where we are, you know? We can't just go on decision. Berlanga beat him in a a decision. Uh, We can't do that. We have to stop this guy. We have to look impressive in order to compare those two fighters, you know? And and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna shock the world. We have to look impressive in order to, to let the people know that he's ready. And yeah, you're right. You know, we have to fight those guys. You know, we're willing to fight Berlanga tomorrow. We're willing to fight Munguia tomorrow. I mean, but they will not give them the opportunity uh, to fight. So uh, whoever, whoever's there, you know, that is bringing danger to his undefeated record, those are the guys that we want to fight. But at this point, nobody wants to fight uh, uh, Diego Pacheco. Is it that difficult? Do you think that people are already avoiding him on on his side of the street? I think so, you know, because, you know, if you look at his last four or five fights, he's been looking spectacular. He's been looking impressive. He's It, it seems like he's learning and getting better and better every fight. So that's why they they, they don't want to fight him, you know. They they feel that it, it, it's, it's why. Why would they fight Diego Pacheco when it's not mandatory or – like I said, they have nothing to win, a lot to lose. And I think that's the reason they don't want to fight him. Uh, but we're ready. He's ready. He's ready for those opportunities. And he's ready to uh, to show the people his skills. Coach, any pressure on you to have Pacheco continue to look uh, spectacular, as you said, and continue to get the knockouts? It's been six straight knockouts. Is that something that's in the back of your mind, keeping the streak going, or do you just – you know, one fight at a, at a time and a win is a win. One fight at a time, you know, uh, I see that he's progressing. Uh, we have a good chemistry. Uh, I think we make a good team. And uh, like I said, he's looking better and better. It's all up to him to continue being disciplined and doing what he's doing. And I think at the end of the day, I'm just here to make sure that he's on the right track and he's uh, doing what he's supposed to be doing. And he pays a lot of attention. And, man, you know, everything that I tell him, you know, we're working a lot on feints, a lot of feints, a lot of jabs, a lot of body shots. Those uppercuts are coming out beautiful. So we're, we're working on basic fundamentals. And uh, he doesn't get tired of that. And he he believes on on uh, what we're doing. I was just talking to him uh, yesterday about uh, the game plan that I have for this guy and how we should execute this fight and do. And we're on the same page. And he said, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I was, I've been looking at this guy, and this is what we're going to do. And we're on the same page, man. So that's why I feel that he's going to look impressive. 
and um uh we're, we're we're in a good stage man like i said uh, uh we're going fight by fight and 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 just doing the best that we can do to get them ready for a fight so i have to ask what happened with rayo it seems like you guys are no longer together and he's going to be going into that Colbert rematch without you or or, or are you guys going to be doing that fight together you know that that's a little bit complicated uh, right now. I have never ever been in that situation before. I adopted this kid. You know, he came and lived with us. I fell in love with the kid. I love him still, as as a son. You know, uh, it's it's super hard to just forget somebody when you live so many years together and you built something from nothing to something. You know, um, I wish him the best. I think he has all the tools to become a world champion and be a world champion. Uh, but he just has to stay focused, work hard, and be disciplined. That's the only thing that he has to do. Uh, unfortunately, you know, he said that uh, he didn't feel that he was getting the attention he needed or the time or whatever, and he felt that he had to go back to his old roots and to his old gym and and uh, and work there. And, you know, and I told him, well, yeah, you know, congratulations, man. You know, I'll support that, you know, if that's how you feel and that's what, what you want to do. I mean, I'm happy for you, you know, whatever is your career, you do whatever's best for your career. I'm here to help you. I, I, I always been here to help you. I've been through a lot, you know, uh, but if you decide you want to go somewhere else, I'm still going to be there, you know, uh, if you want me there. And if you don't want me there, I will respect that too. And there's no problem, you know. So he left to the gym and the next day, you know, I was a little confused, a little hurt. And I called him and I asked him, hey, listen, well, uh, I manage him. I told him, hey, if you want, you know, I'll give you your contract, you know, don't worry about it, you know, um, I'll give you your contract back and, you know, the new people can manage you and, and or you can find another manager, do whatever you want. And he said, no, uh, he wants me to continue managing him. Uh, so that's a little bit different. I don't want to be in his way. Um, I just manage him and I got him the, re uh, I got him the, the rematch right away the next day. Um, I send them the contract. They they send it to me. I send it to them. And uh, so we're just waiting for a venue. We're waiting for a date. Uh, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just uh, dealing with the contracts and making sure that if he's going to get the fight, if not, we'll probably get somebody else because uh, one day Culver says he's going to fight him and the next day he says he doesn't have to fight him. So at the end of the day, we can't make him fight him if he doesn't want to fight that both of them need that fight, you know. They both need that fight, so um, I think they have to do the rematch, you know. But if not, you know, um, it's the contract's already signed. It's ready to go. We just need look. We just need to look for the venue, and that's what it is. I still manage them, and uh, I was thinking uh, when he fights, should I go? Should I not go? You know, because I don't want to be in his way. You know, I want him to stay focused and and win that fight. You know, so. Um, I'm in the process still, you know, trying to see what should I do, what should I not do, you know? I mean, I would definitely recommend asking him, uh, you know, is it is it okay to be there? Because you don't want to not show up, and then he's like, oh, he's supposed to be my manager. He didn't even come to my fight. And also, I yeah, just got to yeah. ask, is it – I mean, I know you kind of said it is difficult, but how difficult, right? Because – at the end of the day, as a manager, the fighter is your investment. You've invested money into him. Now yeah. you, you're you not allowed to be the trainer, 
to really see is he 100%, which means you don't know if your investment is 100%. I mean, that's got to be pretty difficult. Yeah, it's super difficult. That, that's why, you know, like I said, you know, um, I talked to him the next day when he left and we talked about the contract and all that. I got him a rematch from then to now. It's It's been about a month or so, more than that. I haven't even talked to him, you know. He hasn't called me. Um, I haven't called him because I don't want to bother him. There's no fight yet. There's no venue. So as until we have that, uh, or if he has any questions, I think he he's going to call me. Uh, and then we can start, little by little, start talking again and, and, and seeing, you know. Uh, but right now, the fight is made. Uh, we're just waiting for the venue. Uh, they were so busy with all these other fights with uh, Terrence Crawford and, and um, uh, what's your name, Earl Spence. Now they're super busy with uh, Canelo and uh, Charlo. Uh, so I think uh, they're they're uh, pretty soon they'll they'll let me know when he's gonna fight. Uh, until I have those dates and the fight, then that's when I ask him. You know how what makes him feel comfortable. You know, at the end of the day, you know. I'm not here for the money, man. I'm I'm here to do something that I love to do, but I do not want to be in a corner that they don't want me to be, you know? Uh, that's not the case here. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to them when the time comes and we have a date, and then uh, I would definitely love to be there, you know? Uh, I mean, and if I can't be there, I'll definitely be watching, you know? I mean, uh, I'll definitely tune in, you know? I, I care what happens to him, and uh, I, I, I care for him as a son and things happen in life. You got to adjust and you got to keep going at the end of the day, it's his career. I wish him the best and I will help him as much as I can. And, uh, he, he just has to, um, uh, make a call, you know, and I'm there for him. For sure. For sure. So moving on, uh, obviously Dan Rayfield finally came out about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago and. Release the numbers for your son's pay-per-view. 150,000 is what he's saying uh, it, it, it did, give or take. That's that's pretty good financially when you do the math. You know that's over 12 million, not including the gate. Um, were you satisfied? Were you, uh, I guess, did you, were you happy with the overall event outcome and the numbers? You know what, to be honest, um, um, I was super happy to be fighting Caleb Plant. That was a very satisfying satisfying win. I like Caleb Plant, man. He proved a lot of balls and, and my respects to him. Uh, that was a, 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 a big fight for, for me and for our career, you know, for, for David. And uh, that's what I was more focused on, man, you know. Uh, I knew that we couldn't lose that fight, you know. and um, it was a great fight, uh, super happy. I didn't really care about the numbers for pay-per-views. I think you keep working, uh, you don't focus on money, you know, you just keep looking at spectacular and the money will come, you know? And the pay-per-views, you know, you just gotta get to all these people, make exciting fights. And uh, I think the pay-per-views will, will, will be there. I'm super satisfied, super happy with the outcome of everything, you know? With PVC, I wanna thank uh, PVC Al Heyman for all that hard work. and. They treat uh, David super good, and I couldn't ask for anything else. You know, they're they're doing a great job, and and everything they're doing, they're doing, and the opportunities they're giving us, it, it it's it's uh, super good, and I'm super thankful for that. 
Now, I don't want to make you sound like a bad guy, right? But, like, secretly, in a small place inside of you, you got to be happy that Earl Spence didn't win because there's been so much talk of potential fights with Canelo and Earl. Now, that's one less fighter that Canelo can fight, which means there's a big possibility David does end up being one of the last two fights on Canelo's three-fight deal. Do you look at it that way? No, no. You know what? To be honest, man, I'm tired, man, of people asking me about Canelo. Canelo, Canelo, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, the man, you know, to me, he's a great boxer. It would be super hard for another fighter to do what he's done in his career. My respects to him. Uh, but I don't see that fight uh, happening with David, you know. And I made an interview uh, like about uh, four days ago with a uh, – uh, with uh, with another um, reporter, uh, uh, and I, I told him, he said, oh, no, that fight is going to be made, and it's going to happen, and I told him, listen, he says, um, if that fight happens, you, you're you going to have to take me out to dinner to a nice restaurant. I said, man, we don't need to do that. I'll take you to a restaurant. If we make it or not, it, it doesn't matter, but I'll guarantee you something. If that fight happens, all the money, my purse that I make, I would donate it to a good cause, you know, a, a foundation for kids or something. All my money, I would donate it, you know. Um, but that fight is not going to happen, bro. You know, to be honest with you, uh, Canelo says that he thinks that he, a lot of people are saying that his career is going, it's inclining. And he says that no, that this and that. I mean, the, the man has done so much, you know, and he had put a lot of hard work in the gym, and that's when when people get worn, you know, uh, and and a lot of hard work and training camps and all that. Um, I think that David is too young for him. David's too strong for him, and he knows that. So he doesn't want to lose to David, and that's why he doesn't want to give him the opportunity. So I don't think that fight is going to happen, and and he's right about that. And uh, that fight is not going to happen. So we got to continue fighting all these other guys. We got to wait to see. And I'm wishing and I'm hoping that Charlo will win. And that's a better fight that might happen. It's a, I think that fight's more, more realistically to be done. Uh, Charlo and David Benavides, if he wins, than Canelo and David. Well, at least Charlo did say that. He said if he wins, he looks forward to fights with Benavides. And uh, I think it said Andre. Which brings me to, you know, you. Obviously, there's been a lot of news. A few months ago, there was a lot of talk of potential Morel Benavidez. The Morel Benavidez talk has died down, and now it's all about Boo Boo Andre. He seems to be in training. Is your son equally in training for that potential fight? Because Boo Boo's cut his dreads, and every day he's posting a new workout video. Yeah, you know, the reason that we're, we're, we're in negotiations with Boo Boo Andrade. And David, fuck, after his last fight, he took like about a week and then he came back to work and he's been working. I didn't want to put anything because, you know, I didn't want to scare him away, you know. <laughs> but David's been fucking training. And that's at least if you see, I haven't posted anything. I haven't done anything because, man, it's getting to the point that nobody wants to fight him. And a lot of people say that we're scared of people. We're not scared of nobody, man. We'll fight anybody. Uh, a lot of people said that uh, we didn't want to fight Morel. Come on, man. We asked for Morel so many times, and even his trainer said that he wasn't ready. 
and now he says that we're scared of him. Come on, bro. Uh, we wanted to fight him. Uh, we're pretty close to closing a deal with Bubu Andrade. I think he's a great fighter, a very slick fighter, a very tricky fighter, and, and it's going to be a hard fight. Uh, but I'm pretty sure, I'm very confident that David is going to stop him, and he has to stop him in order to uh, uh, go to the bigger and better fights, man. Uh, but he is a very dangerous fighter. We're not underestimating uh, Andra, uh, Bubo Andrade. Um, he's a good fighter, a very dangerous fighter. So we're treating him like a world champion, you know, and 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 train super hard for this fight. Now, that has to get Canelo's attention, right? Canelo knows exactly who Andre is. He called him a horrible fighter. He said he never fought anyone. So if he now gets in the ring with Benavidez, Benavidez beats him. I, I mean, surely, work. surely is he's got to get Canelo's attention with the win. You know, he's going to say that I talk a lot of shit. That's the only thing he says. His father talks a lot of shit. That's why I don't want to fight him. <laughs> that's not how you make fights. But then I see a fucking, uh, he's training and he's saying, yeah, motherfucker, he's saying motherfucker to Charlo. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so so have you tried, I guess the new thing is, you know, Terrence Crawford and, and Earl Spence, they called each other. Have you tried calling Eddie Reynoso and having a one-on-one -on -one between coaches and managers? You know, it's funny, man, because, you know, when David became a world champion at, one, at 168, uh there were talks that they wanted to fight david for the world title at 168 they thought hey this kid is uh 20 years old you know he's super young not a lot of experience uh let's let's fight for that belt and they did contact us and then we did talk for about two three days that he wanted to fight him and then after two three days they said nah never mind we don't want to fight him so that was the first time we talked uh and then we've been when he was a a, a champion again we gave him the opportunity to fight and he said no and then when he got stripped, that's when he they jumped in and said they wanted to fight at 168. But no, we we've been talking to him, and and you know the closest that I got it was the first time when he was 20 years old. But that's about it. Well, I got a couple questions here from the people. I got Huang in Houston. You did an awesome job raising two talented fighters. When are you going to do a documentary on your life? Over the years, us fans have enjoyed anecdotes and glimpses into your rise and it's very inspiring any documentaries coming coach yeah no not right now man i'm focusing on on, on just training and do what, what i love to do uh doing all that you know it takes a lot of time you know to record and i barely have time right now to like i said i have diego pacheco daniel blancas david benavides jose benavides jr federico pacheco and then i have like about other 10 guys that are on the way up you know I have no time, man. Hopefully in the near future, you know, we've been through so much, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of tears, a lot of blood, and a lot of screaming. And, and you know, there's been times that I don't talk to these guys for a week or two uh, because it's so painful and it's so hard to train your own kids, man, that I think it's going to be interesting. And, uh, uh, yeah, hopefully when everything stops kind of a little bit, I think that's when we're going to uh, go with that story, man. It's not going to be a good story, man. It's going to be a sad story, man. And we've gone through so much with drugs, shooting, and 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 all that shit, man. You know, so that's a little preview right there, you know? For sure. We got Sincere1996. I appreciate, I greatly appreciate you coming on the Boxing Voice and your willingness to address fans' questions. 
I want your perspective on the recent concerns surrounding drug testing problem in boxing, particularly the instance of fighters testing positive for banned substances in recent weeks. How often is Junior being tested by the commission? And David, man, thanks. Man, you know, it, it becomes now to a point that, fuck, you just so just hate it, you know, because they, they get tested so much. But at the end of the day, I'm so thankful and happy, you know, because I could go to sleep okay, you know, because at the end of the day, sometimes with all this fame and all this money and all these friends sometimes, you know, uh, you could get pulled by all these parties and drugs and, and, and substances, you know, that are not good for your body. Um, and, and I feel really good, man. I, I'm thankful that they have these programs and they're checking guys, you know, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, um, it's good. I think it's really good. I gave out two thumbs up, you know, for all these things that are happening, happening, but yeah, man, they get tested like two, three times a month sometimes, you know, uh, it, it's a lot, but, but I think it's a good thing. I got Terrence Johnson, much respect to you and everything you have done for the sport. Why is Canelo not being forced to fight your son when he has been the mandatory challenger for so long? Well, when you're the king of boxing and you make all this much money, I mean, nobody can really tell you what to do. You do whatever you want to do, I believe. Hopefully, we get to that level and hopefully we don't do the same. If, I, if you guys see me do the same, slap me in my face or hmm. do something. I got Mosby 700. If Canelo fight does not happen soon, would you guys consider moving up to 175 to face Dimitri Bivol or Archer Betterbeef? Shout out from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not doing base off of Canelo. I'm, I, we don't do none, none of that, you know. Uh, we were thinking, you know, if we don't get the boo-boo, if we don't get the morels, if we don't get... The guys, I don't know who else is is, is there in, at 168. There's no, and, and this guy is gonna uh, hostage these belts for whatever time there is, and, and and the commissions are not doing anything. The sanctions, you know, are not making them five uh, mandatories and all that. Well, definitely, yeah, we'd love, love to move to 175. Uh, we would love to fight Be uh, Bol Betavir. I think those are the two guys that are are dangerous and 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 champions. We would love to to make those fights happen if, if these fights don't happen here. We could definitely fire 168, 175, not a problem. Uh, I got Trav in Texas. There were reports earlier this year that had you saying Canelo was drinking now. If this is true, how did you learn this information and how bad is his drinking problem? No, no, that, you know, shit, everybody drinks. I drink, everybody drinks, you know. What I said was that maybe they under, they, I don't know what happened, but what what I said was that, you know, Canelo has worked so hard. He's been a professional fighter since maybe since he was 15, 16 years old. He's been in a lot of uh, camps. I never seen the man uh, drinking or partying or, or going on vacations, you know. Now we see that a little bit more, you know. He looks happy, you know. He's enjoying his life, and and uh, and and I mean, good for him, you know. But what I said is that the body's not the same, you know. And he does have a lot of businesses too, and he's playing golf a lot. And I think that's to any advantage of any fighter that wants to fight him, you know. I don't think he's focused 100% in boxing. 
he's uh, has other things that he's has to take care of and it's so much you know the men make so much money he has other businesses that sometimes when you have a lot of money you got to take care of all your other businesses because then you're going to lose money and sometimes you don't go to sleep so um that's what i said coach i'm gonna screen share this here for you did you know that canelo had that many rounds boxed 472 rounds boxed did you know that I did not know that, but I can imagine, like I said, you know, he's been so disciplined and, and working so hard, man. And I, I I mean, they've been doing a great job. And man, that's a lot of rounds for his body. Exactly. Your son only has 130 in comparison. Canelo he has, he has 470. Three times, four times more. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, so you right? Can, yeah, you can see, I mean, the body, man, all that uh, wear and tear, man, you know? I mean, in Canelo's mind, he thinks he, he's super fast, he's good, he's all that. But, you know, when we see him fight, you know, the body doesn't want to go anymore. I got and that's locked. why I see... Sorry, go ahead. And that's why I see that I think uh, Jermel has a good chance to beat him. I got Flacco38 from California. Is Team Benavides still cool with Rayo? And do you think David stops Andre? Well, you answered both. You said you're definitely still, he's still your son. And you do want your son to get the stoppage over Andre. If you want to add anything, if not, we could get to the next one. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, like I said, I love uh, Rayo like my son. You know, I'm here for whatever he needs, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we have to stop Andre, you know. He, we have to, man. We have to go in there with a good game plan and give him a beating, you know. Uh, I like Andre. He's a good guy. You know, he's never talked shit about us. I'm not talking shit about him. It's, it's just that we have to look impressive in order to get to the world title and, and be the best at 168. GP3000, I think you've answered this. If you don't think Canelo will fight David, are you guys considering 175 or or you just want to take out other top 168-pound fighters? We're ready. We're ready after this fight with Bubu. Uh, we're going to have to uh, go to 165, 175. We're going to have to try to see if we can get a fight with B-Ball. And uh, like I said, I bet the beer, those are the two guys that we would love to fight. Uh, we have a fight uh, almost uh, closing up. Uh, Bubu Andrade, I think uh, they're 100% ready to go on board, and, and we're just waiting uh, uh, for them to sign, and, and uh, uh, that's the fight we want, you know? So we're just waiting on their team and, and to make it happen. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. Wait, uh, wait, wait. To be clear, you're saying you only need Andre's team to sign. Yeah, just, we just need them to sign. Okay. Yeah, because well, I mean, that's who we want to fight. So we're just waiting for them, you know, to to uh, uh, take that fight, you know. I mean, that's who we want to fight, like I said, you know. I think he's a dangerous fighter. That's the guy. Uh, they have sent them the contract, and, and uh, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. So maybe today or tomorrow. Uh, I mean, we're super close to closing. Everything looks great. Everything looks really good. And uh, we're ready. We're ready to go. So, uh, how's that I, work, I, Jose? Uh, can you walk us through that? Are there deadlines on these contracts? How long can a fighter sit with this contract in his possession without responding? 
I think we're just, you know, I think what's holding us right now is just the venue, the date, and uh, um, little little things like that. So they, you know, the, the, the last time that I heard was that they were looking for a venue and the date. So and they so were. So it's not going to be Phoenix. I, I have no idea. You know, to be honest with you, I think it's going to probably going to be Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, but like I said, you know, those, those are the big details right now, you know, just trying to find the, the, the venue and, and the date. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Bebo maybe already signed. I mean, not Bebo. I mean, Bubo Andrade has already signed. So like I said, I'm just waiting. So we're almost there. We're almost there. We're just waiting for 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 new updates. Uh, but I think we're like 98% there, you know? So uh, maybe he has signed already. And uh, like I said, now that he signed, maybe they're just looking for the date or, or the venue. But um, I will not what know until. What do you until, prefer, uh, December or November? Because these are TGB dates that they've requested. Hold on a second here. These are dates that they've requested. Uh, November 4th is a pay-per-view date for TGB, which is uh, obviously a promoter that works with Al. November 11th, December 9th. December 30th. What's more comfortable for Team Benavidez? Whatever. To be honest with you, we're ready. That's it. This is what we do, you know. Uh, for me, a month or a week or two weeks, it does, does not matter, you know. I just want to have a date, get ready for that fight, and, and we're flexible, you yeah, know. Yeah, but we're, coach, we're, think we're... about it. If you fight November 4th, November 11th, David nor you as a trainer got to worry about David sacrificing through the holidays. If you fight December 9th, you know now, what? He, nah, now he's got to nah, sacrifice through really... Thanksgiving. Man, we're sacrificing lives. So many birthdays, <laughs> so many Christmases, so many, you know, now that he's getting paid more, you know, not, you know, to be honest, that's not in our mind, man. You know, we will have plenty of time to, to enjoy and, and celebrate, you know, we're just focused on boxing, man. So if it's on Christmas or it's on his birthday, he fought so many times on his birthday and Christmas and, and holidays like that, that we know already. And we're willing to make those sacrifices and, and put the work in. So we just want to make the fight happen. So it doesn't really matter, man, to be honest with you, what the dates are. These are the last two. And again, I believe you've answered this. It's up to you to if you want to add anything. If not, we do appreciate your time. We got Grandy Embry that says, from Cincinnati, if David gets past Andre, who would be the next opponent you guys are looking at next? You kind of answered You that. know, we were trying so hard. You know, I, I forgot to mention that we were trying so hard to make that Mungia fight. Um, you know, and we were negotiating, and we were uh, – they offered him 60-40. Uh, in a big payday also to make this fight with David, a pay-per-view fight. And we were negotiating. They came back and they said, no, we won 50-50 because Munguia can sell. And I told him, yeah, sure, no problem. Give them 50-50, not a problem. Let's make it happen. And then after that, they said that they decided to fight somebody else and probably they would love to do it next year. And that's what happened with him. We were negotiating he didn't want to take the fight. Uh, we gave him what he wanted. And um, he's a great fighter, a good fighter. Uh, that's the other fight we're going to look for. But, I mean, two young guys. And uh, But right now, I don't see nobody at 168, to be honest. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. You guys tell us, who, who's up there? Who should we fight up there, you know? Uh, but I, 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 the only other guy that I see that 
it's up there, you know, but I think he needs a little bit, maybe like a, maybe two fights, maybe it's morale. Uh, but, and, and, you know, he's a good fighter, great fighter. He's going to get more experience and he's going to be a more dangerous fighter in about two fights. So, um, I think that's the only one him and, and Bubu, Bubu, it's a great fighter. Nobody wanted to fight Bubu. So, uh, hopefully Charlo after Canelo, but that's about it. Now, now, Coach, obviously Benavidez is the bigger name. He's been on pay-per-view. He's fought the, the bigger fighters. What, did, did it take a lot of convincing for your son to say, yeah, let's do 50-50 with Monguilla? <laughs> like, no, man. You know, we're so funny, man. We're, I think we're the only ones, you know, that are not afraid of nobody. Uh, we're not a, a Instagram fighters or social media fighters, you know. We're, man, we just want to make those fights because we think that, okay, if we beat this guy, you know, we, we proved a little bit more. We proved a little bit more, and that's what we got to do in order to get to the bigger guys, I think. And and right away when they said 50-50, you know, when it's funny because when, when we fought uh, Caleb Plant, you know, he said he wanted the blue corner rival gloves and uh, 22 uh, foot boxing ring, and he wanted to come as a champion. We said yes to all of it right away. So that's what they wanted to say over here with Mungia, and we told them yes to everything they asked for. And David said, yeah, sure, no problem. Give them whatever they want, anything that they want, you know? So we're very – I think we're the only ones that are super easy to work with. When when we were – actually, we were kind of negotiating a little bit with Canelo now that you, I remember. And, you know, they, they said, hey, you know, so uh, they offer him, what, like a good amount of money to – take that fight with David and they told me but you guys have to take the minimum in order to make that fight happen I'm like fuck yeah we'll fight him for free you know because at the end of the day you know if we beat Canelo man that that will be uh David's a superstar and even though if we lose to Canelo still you know he's known by everybody around the world so money doesn't really matter at this point well, Coach, those are all the questions. Well, actually, there is one more. But, again, I feel like you've answered that. Um, and that is from James Valdez, San Antonio, Texas. As Rayo's trainer, if you could get one rematch lined up, would it be De Los Santos or would it be Colbert rematch and why? Now, you're not the trainer anymore. You are the manager, and you've already said that you got him the Colbert rematch. So, obviously, you thought the Colbert rematch was a – more winnable fight for Rayo over the De Los Santos rematch? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I like that question, actually, man. You know, to be honest, um, I still manage them, so I can still kind of make decisions and kind of advise them of what to do. But I think the uh, uh, Colbert, it's an easier fight, you know. I, I, there's no doubt, you know, when with good preparation, uh, staying focused, a lot of discipline, uh, Rayo can stop Colbert, you know. Mm. Um I, I don't think I, I know Colbert now knows who he's going against who now. Um so he's gonna try to stay away from uh Rayo. But I think um the other one, man, would be a great fight, you know, because that was the one, you know, that uh, that guy proven to be stronger than Rayo and and I mean we would love a rematch with the Los Santos, you know, that's a, a fight that makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, he looked good in his last fight with Odorno. But, Coach, those are all the questions. I want to thank you, obviously, for giving us some time. I've been trying to set something up with, with Federico. It would be great if we could get him on before his fight, give him some shine as well. Please give out your social media for anybody that isn't following you in, and thank you again. 
Yeah, no, for sure. They can follow me at uh, Jose Benavides Senior, and I'll try to get you that interview uh, uh, with them. Um, and I think he would love. I don't know who have you reached uh, to no, get an I, interview I spoke with to them. him. We just, we just, uh, we 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 lost track on the dates, but he said yes for sure. Okay. We just got to get it down. Yeah, no, no, he he'll, he'll be happy to do that. So I, I'll I'll see him tomorrow. I'll get you um uh back in touch with them, and and then you guys can figure out the times. All right, Coach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. All Thank right. You. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Great interview with Jose Benavidez, Jr. Father. That's Junior's father. <laughs> Let's go out to Fats. What up? Fats. You got to unmute. Don't forget, we got the phone lines open, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion right here on Voice of the People Hotline. You could also use Discord to call in or Twitter Spaces. Yo. What's up? What's good, man? Look, CEO, your boy, yo. You sending my man cease and desist letters and shit. You can't talk about him. Nothing like that. Damn, yo. What? Canelo. He sending my boy Benavide. That's what it, that's what it seemed like. He sending them with, with them letters in when you can't talk about them. Yeah, all, no, all that's the letters. That's the letters, but I ain't know he said yeah, that. I ain't get it. No, I'm, I'm I'm fucking with you. I'm, I'm sure he ain't send it, but you heard what his father said. He got he ain't making a fight because he don't like how they talking about yeah. him and shit. Like, yeah, that shit crazy, bro. Now he got my man apologizing, going around. He got apologized to everybody. No, man, that's that's some bullshit. And then I told you, yo, look, look. So Jamal Jamel Charlo say after this they might rematch, and I don't know if he was talking about their fight or the Earl fight, but I believe he said he won. He a rematch Canelo in like uh what the beginning of the year or the end of the year. He might have been talking about Spence. I'm not I'm not really too sure on that. But then you got Crawford. He's saying he'll fight Crawford. So it was like anything but David. Any anybody but David. Like, bro, like I'm not this why I, don't I mean fight let's him, be bro. real. Like, I watched hella interviews and, and, and he talk about Crawford and says yes because people want it, but he clearly always says they ain't gonna give me my credit. He's small. They ain't gonna give me my credit, you know. Yeah, but I just you know, watched he do some shit new like shit today that he out. did with uh that that boxing writer Monopoly or something. You know, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah, he said it there again. You know, it's it, he's like reluctant to even say yes. He's more like, oh, uh, you know, look, man, it, it, he's moving up. They already mad that I'm fighting this guy moving up. Now that guy's a welterweight, but look. You never know. Right. He leaves the door open. He says, look, you never know. Because, again, if the demand is there, what could he do? Yeah, man, but it's just like, bro, like, yo, I just, I'm just not a fan of it, bro. You came through, like, the Grinch, took my man belt while he wasn't home. Then he then he come back home from getting suspended off the shit. Then you you, you ain't trying to give him his, 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 a shot at his belt. Like, that shit phony, bro, like. What what he gotta do, bro? Like, bro, got bro, got. I mean, he looking at it shit. like, like you wasn't doing nothing with that belt. You wasn't unifying it. You wasn't wearing it right. I came through, <laughs> took that unified, undisputed. I've been making this division popping. Like, what? 
let's be real though. When David had the belt, it's not like people was like, "Oh, I'm moving up to 68." That's a super division. It took Canelo to go up there for that to become the popping division. So people just need to be happy. Like at least the fighters. Nah. Because now they got money in their division. Now it wasn't no money there. That you might you you write about that you write about that, but I'm talking about just from a from a competitor standpoint, bro. Like he he ducking that man. Like you that's that's evident, right? Did he ducking Benavidez? I think he letting Benavidez get some maturity because if he would have did him how 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 Canelo got done by Floyd, then they'll be talking the same thing they say to Floyd like, oh, he did him when he was young. I think you 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 holding out hope, brother. That's what I think. <laughs> but that was a good interview, though, man. I enjoyed it, man. Appreciate the call. Nah, you got it. What we got here? Ali. Got to unmute, champ. Champ. Ali on Twitter. Big face. What up, though? I hear you. Yo, what's up? What's up, Ness? Can you hear me? Perfect. Hey, hey, Ness, I got a question for you, though. How how do you send them counter punches? Just a five dollar cash app or counterpunch or, or a five dollar super chat on YouTube. So you can send it via Cash App or YouTube and just put the word counterpunch or the abbreviation, the acronym CP and, and your right, area code four, or some four. shit. Be like, yo, CP line no, two one six, something like that. Uh, or CP in uh, your name if space. you on Twitter. You know, like yo, CP for big face on Twitter. Alright, alright. Check this out, though. I think uh, I was listening to that show. Well, I was a day late because I was catching you on the uh, podcast app I got about the uh, Shakur Stevenson and Devin situation. Shakur need to take, listen to what, 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 what Senior was just saying, talking about how you take less money to, to get up there and all that because, you know, man, like, I've been thinking about that shit all day, that, that topic you had on that, man. That shit got me hot, man. It's like, Man, that nigga Shakur, man, he, he was just like straight up bitch ass shit, man. I don't, I don't fuck with that nigga no more, man. That, that that's some sucking shit to me, because uh, I, I don't, I, I just don't get it. Man. And um, but that was a good interview with David, though, man. Uh, I, I like, 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 I like. Uh, I mean, I mean, Jose, but I, I, I like David, man. You know, and how they talk about taking fights, they real easy. That's how boxers should be, man. The best. To just want to fight the best, fuck all the money, shit. The money gonna come if you win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's my opinion, man. I ain't got much more to say. For sure, nah, man. The issue is David. David is a throwback fighter, man. I remember he'll fight anybody. He would, but <laughs> I remember uh, we had went to Phoenix for whatever fight, and David was just there. He came up to me and Danny so excited to tell us he had that plant fight and, and he made us promise not to say nothing. But he's like, yo, I got the plant fight, I got the plant fight. You can see that excitement, that buzz in him, bro. Like, he's hungry for that, you know, legacy. He's hungry for more, for sure. Let me see here. 
what we got. High and low sports sense from $2. Boxing voices more. Retro Brown beats $5. At this point, fight anyone with a world title at least. We want the best to fight the best. Then after that, Ness to fight Dubois. Just jab him to the jaw. Yeah, all right. It may look easy from the outside. I'm sure it ain't as easy as it looks. Shout out to Daniel Dubois. You feel me? Um, you may feel like it's your time, but it's not your time. Damn, should I do this? I should. Fuck it, right? Give me a sec, family. Might as well, bro. I'm a hustler, right? I think Shushu is available. I I definitely want to talk to him. The, the interview going to be passionate because I watched that fight, and I, I cannot. I mean, he looked great, but I don't like that shit. I ain't like him standing in the pocket like that. Come on, Shu, answer before I be up out of here. If anybody wants to call in, now is the time to do it. You can help me buy some time while we try to get Shoo Shoo on the line. Just put in that secondary, that secondary uh, request for my man Federico, Federico Pacheco. I like Fed, man. I love heavyweights, man. You gotta love heavyweights. As you know, that's where the action's at. All right, Shoo Shoo taking long. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wait, Shoo. He just hit me at five at thirteen, so it ain't, you know. I should, if I would have seen it, we'd probably got him on. I kind of forgot this, this interview was for today. I forgot Jose was for today too. Shout out to the reminders. All right. I tried to wait for Bruce so we could do that. I guess I'll just reschedule him for the manana or something. Catch me on the next one. That's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Peace.